Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of the Altair 4 podcast. I am your host, Just Lachlan, but you can call me Lachlan. Today, today's episode is going to be a good one. Um, it's another free-flowing, unscripted event, so let's see how this goes for us. It seemed to go pretty well last time. Um, I had one person tell me that they liked it, so uh that's that's probably a hundred percent of my audience wants to me to keep going that way so i'm going to keep doing that um today's topics are the uh it, it's, it's mainly just the one thing the one thing and the main thing uh is the xbox series x and the xbox series s uh they have both been um announced their price and release date and everything like that and pre-orders will uh will be out soon so that's going to be the na- main topic the speed reads are my update for the uh, EA Play um, as I said I was going to try out um, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla has changed its release date more on that later and Sea of Thieves has added dogs to their game so um, you're not going to want to miss out uh, keep an eye on, on those ones near the end the speed reads are Um, But for now, let's roll that intro. And to kick it off, I'm just gonna um, I'm just gonna put it out there. I would love some feedback. I would love some uh, some quality assurance. So um, if you could follow me on Twitter at the Alt F4 Podcast or um, on Instagram Alt F4 Podcast. Uh, or even email me, thealtair4podcast at gmail.com. Just let me know uh, how I'm going, what I can improve on, and um, what's your favourite and least favourite things about me and what I do. Um, now, moving on, um, this is this is some fun times. So, uh, earlier on in the history of this podcast, um, a few weeks ago, or a, few, a month months ago whenever it was um i did do a uh, release date and price point um prediction for the new consoles coming out and um i believe i did mention that there, there was uh rumored to be the series s but it's now confirmed um and we'll go more into that later um so if you follow me on Instagram, you've already um, you've already seen the uh, announcement of the Xbox Series S, which was a whole bunch of fun. I um, I got that out to you as, as quickly as I could, got, made sure I had all the correct information and, and nothing was rumored um, and had that out to you. Um, and I was pretty on the mark for um, my estimation to uh, to Australian dollars. So um firstly i'll just get get it out of the way the xbox series s and x they are both to be released on the 10th of november now that's the day after my birthday i had predicted that it was going to be the 25th because just going off of uh previous releases um it's not it was not usually this close to the start of the month usually they go mid to um like the the second half of uh of november is when they release but uh xbox is is switching it up microsoft decided they they wanted to get um hopefully you can't hear whatever that animal is outside um xbox and microsoft they they they're trying to get ahead of um PlayStation and and I think putting it this far this far ahead this early in the month um, does a really good job at that. So tenth um, of November is when they're going to release. Now for the US pricing um, because I believe I do have some uh, US and Canadian viewers. So uh, viewers, listeners, I have like one I think in each um, r- respective country. Uh, now, for the US pricing, the Xbox Series X, which is the bigger and uh, flagship, I guess we could say, um, their main console, uh, and that is releasing at $499 US um, on the 10th of November. Um, 
that means for Australians that it's going to be seven forty nine. Well, that's at least these prices are for EB Games, um, because they're the ones that have confirmed and announced it and everything like that. We'll go into it later, um, but. Just know that the Australian dollar um, pricing that I have is from EB Games. So uh, you might be able to find it cheaper, maybe by 50 bucks at, um, you know, it might be 6.99 or whatever at JB Hi-Fi or Target or Harvey Norman or I don't know, wherever else is going to fucking sell the thing. So, um, but I feel like these prices will be pretty solid across the board. I think it's going to be seven forty nine, no matter what where you go. Um, and the Xbox Series S, so that bad boy is coming in at two ninety nine US, which is a really good price. Now it is sacrificing some things, um, and we will go into the comparisons of the two uh, in a short bit um but the um yeah the 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 price is is really you can't beat it it's a killer price um now for australian dollars that is 4.99 so not bad not bad at all that's um that's better than what i had predicted once i um so i i, I made my predictions uh once i knew there was going to be an xbox series s which I mean, it was it was leaked and 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 everything quite a while ago, like uh, maybe a few weeks, a month ago. So I was able to update my table. Um, I kept my table here from that episode, so I was able to um, make my prediction, and it wasn't far off. I was um, I was assuming that it was going to be three ninety nine US for the Xbox Series S, um, and uh, it turns out it'd be. 299 US so I wasn't far off on there and um and and same story with the series x I thought that um it was going to be 599 US and it turns out it's 499 so um I wonder what you know this just makes you think uh, what is what is Sony going to do for their PlayStation 5? Are they going to try and come in and undercut? Has Xbox put their pricing down so low just so they could get a majority share on the market? Um, or or have they priced it too high? Um, is, is Sony going to come out and say, okay, our PS5 is going to be... 449 or something i don't think they would do it for 399 now if they were to do it for 399 see you later like everyone everyone's gonna go playstation because they've been boasting and and i, I feel like the consensus is that the playstation is going to be the better console so if it's also cheaper they they will they will get Oh, they will just blow up. They're going to get so many people um, people grabbing that console. But I doubt that it's going to be any cheaper. It might be the exact same price. And I hope that is the outcome. Um, I was predicting in my chart that they were going to be cheaper. Um, so I predicted that the Series X was going to be $599, as I just said. Um, and, and I predicted that the PlayStation 5 was going to come in at $499. So, um, although... They did for the PS4 come in at three ninety nine US, um, and the Xbox One in twenty thirteen was uh, four ninety nine. So they might pull that out again. They might. They maybe were hoping, you know, because I know that they they are hundred percent just holding off for um, for Microsoft to uh, Xbox to to make the announcement first and that's something that they were doing last year as well and um and i'm sure would just keep on going it's not going to stop um that it was kind of just a a game of chicken like who's gonna who's gonna let it slip first who's gonna announce it first and then the other person's going to be able to come in and just undercut um just to have the bragging rights of like oh yeah well you know that's all you know that console so expensive here's ours that's better for this much you know for 100 bucks cheaper 
Um, but I what I don't see is are they gonna PlayStation does do usually a um like a slim version of their consoles. So they've got the digital only version. Is that going to be it seems like they're the exact same. There's nothing different. Just one has a disc tray, uh, a Blu-ray disc drive, and the other one doesn't. So, at least from that's how they kind of made it seem. Are they going to be the same price? Is it going to be fifty dollars difference, or is that going to be um, the contender for the Series S? Now, the Series S has got some compromises to it because it is about fifty percent. To, it, they say up to 60% or almost 60% um, smaller than the Xbox Series X. So obviously they've had to remove considerable amounts of hardware and alter what's in there to be able to to fit it in that smaller, such a small size. So it's not just the fact that it doesn't have a disc tray. So the Xbox Series S is all digital. Um, they've got a smaller hard drive or NVMe SSD in there. They've got, um, less graphical hardware. So the maximum it can run is, um, 1440p native and upscaled to 4k. Whereas the series X can do, I think 4k native upscaled to 8k or maybe it's 8k native. Um, that might be streaming. Streaming might be 8k and then you know, games might be upscaled to 8K, but I know that there is 8K somewhere there. Um, the uh, SSD in the Xbox Series S is a whole one terabyte, um, and the CPU for the Series S is um, is clocked down, so it's not as fast. I'm not sure if it's the exact same one, just clocked down, or if they've gone with um, even just a... Because uh, it is a custom chip. Um, I wonder if they've got a variant of it that's just got maybe less pores or maybe less uh, transistors on it or whatever. You know, that, that sort of shit I was going on about the last... In the last podcast about the... Um, uh, graphics card, how, you know, they, they can fit billions of transistors and that causes ones or zeros, which does the calculations and does the, the logic and the algorithms for, um, displaying content and everything. So that's about, the, that's the same thing a CPU does. That's the same, the, the chip does the same thing, but the outcome is different. Um, so, you know, I, I wonder if they, they have a version that's that's less powerful, and that's how they're able to get it so cheap. Um, because this these consoles are cheap, and I tell you what, it's convincing me to possibly go to EB Games and buy one. Now, I'm not I'm not going to buy them full priced, of course. I think I've got an Xbox One hanging around somewhere. And EB Games is doing trade-ins and it reduces the price considerably. Now, if we look, um, so for the Series X, if you trade an Xbox One X, it reduces the price from $749 to $399. Now, that's a pretty good fucking deal. And, of course, if you're a... Um, EB World member, then you get extra trade-in bonuses, um, you know, from level one, two, three, and four. I think I'm a level three, uh, so I'd probably get like 10% or fucking, what, 15%. But the maximum when you're level four, you get 20% extra. So um, with me, if I were to trade in my original Xbox One, it would reduce the price by 150 bucks plus whatever my bonus is. Um, so it would reduce it to, well, instead of 749, it would reduce it to uh, 599, I think. Yeah. So 600 bucks plus, you know, some a little bit extra. 
Um, but if I wanted the Series S, because I don't really need 8K, um, I guess I could go with an external hard drive, or I could figure out, you know, a um, <laughs> the expansion card. The expansion card that was leaked somewhere to be the price of like 220 or 230 US dollars for an expansion of one terabyte SSD. So because it is proprietary connectors and everything, it's not just like you can just fucking chuck it in. Um, it's going to be, they're obviously going to make it expensive, which is unfortunate, but that's just part of the game. It's just part of... Uh, it's part of the world we live in. Um, if profits can be made, they will be made. Um, so if I wanted the Series S, my 150 bucks would trade it down to, um, or from 499, 150 bucks, that would be uh, 349. Not bad, mate. Not bad at all. Um, now, if you were to have an Xbox One X or an Xbox One S, um, it, it will get the prices down. So if you were to trade a One S for a Series S, that would bring the price down to uh, $299 from $499. So it does, it basically like halves the price. That's pretty good if you ask me. Um I mean, it's 200 bucks. The Xbox Series S, if you trade in an Xbox One S, makes the price $149. So you trade in your Xbox One X, you pay 150 bucks, and you get this Xbox Series S. That's pretty cool. Now, I don't know if that comes with any games. It would be just a bundle, the pre-order um, for the... Series S, um, but if you were to have an Xbox One S and want to upgrade to the Xbox One X, then that'll bring the price from seven forty nine to five forty nine, which is fifty bucks more than if you were to just get the Series S. So if you if you are really unsure and you're you're on the on the fence of whether you should upgrade or or anything like that. And you've got the 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 version, you know, the slim down version, the the cutback version of the Xbox One already. If you want to upgrade, it's it's the same price, plus fifty bucks, if you want uh, for the the Series X. If you want the same console, it's two ninety nine. Like say, I mean, I'm same, um, but the same tier. You know, the Xbox One X is the top tier and the Xbox One S is the lower tier. So the Xbox Series X is the top tier and the Xbox Series S is the lower tier. So if you want to be on the same tier, it's only $299. If you want to step up, then it's $549. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I rate that system. Um, but if you're a level 4 member of uh, EB World, then if you were to trade an Xbox One X for an Xbox Series S, that makes that price $79. $79 and you're up to the next generation console. You've got the faster loading times, got the lower latency, you've got the um, uh, SSD inside. It's only 512 gigabytes, but um, eh, eh, eh. just don't down download Call of Duty, and you know you might be able to fit two or three games on there. Um, <laughs> then you could save all that money for for something else. But I don't know if you're going from a One X, doesn't make much sense to go down to the the Series S. I feel like. You should go for the Series X. But I guess it depends. You know, there are a whole bunch of scenarios, you know, like my current scenario. I've got a big, bulky fucking um, PC. I, I love it. It's it's a great PC. It does what it needs to do every day, and um, it's never let me down. 
and it plays games fantastically, some might say. But I need to decrease the size, but keep the power, might even upgrade the power of it, you know, and be, have a better console experience, or better PC experience, sorry. So that might be a similar, um, in, in just in a smaller form factor, so that might be similar for you, you, you Xbox players. You might have a Series X, a One X, I see I'm getting confused. You might have a One X, but want to upgrade to the smaller Series S because, well, the Xbox Series X is going to be huge. It's going to be this big fucking square tower. Whereas the Series S is really elegant, it's nice looking, and it's slimline. And it's great. And I mean, you don't really need a disc tray. What the fuck do the discs do nowadays? They do nothing but DRM at the moment. Because you can't play the game unless the disc is in. The disc doesn't do anything. You still have to download day one fucking, like, half the game and then day day one patches. The disc might have 10 gigabytes of fucking data on there just to get you started and, and I guess have that DRM fucking factor in there. But screw that. Do it all digital. And I guess to have an expansion drive, whether it's the expensive, um, expensive proprietary one or you just have a normal hard drive plugged in via usb or you could even go with an external ssd um and and do it that way just plug in through usb and it'll be a little bit faster um and you know you'll be able to at least download the games from your current xbox generation and play them off your external and for the next gen console um releases you can you can pl- download it onto the NVMe SSD built in and play it off of there because if you remember from my episode of um, going through all the bits and pieces of the Series X, um, one of the things that you can and cannot do. Um, so what you can do is um, download and store games on it of you know so okay it's gonna be confusing but i'm gonna try my best to not make it more confusing by stuffing up the words so with this series x you can download series x games and store them on an external hard drive but you can't play them off of the external hard drive you have to re you have to move them transfer them back onto the ssd internally but for xbox one games so the current gen you can download them onto an external drive store them there and play them from that external drive so if you know the at the very least the first few months if you wanted to have a huge external hard drive a couple of terabytes download all your games then play them off of the hard drive yeah you might not get the fucking loading times and whatnot but at least you're playing with the better graphics and the better frame rates and um you know it it's using that new hardware the ray tracing and all that sort of shit um that is going to make the next generation better than the current generation whereas if you were to only use the internal SSD, yeah, it'd be faster, but you only can have a couple of games on there. So if you were to have the current gen games stored and played off of a external hard drive, and then the next gen games internally stored and playing off of there, then I reckon that'll work. That'll work really well. Um, I reckon, I reckon that's the way to go. Um, at least for the Series S, because the Series X, you've got the one terabyte um, internal storage, so that'll do fine for a few games. Um, again, unless it's on the level of COD where it takes up, fuck, like five hundred gigs, or like I don't, I didn't even know. I haven't. My PlayStation 
I had to remove uh, Red Dead Redemption just so that I could download and play the new um, season of, of Call of Duty. And each time there's an update, it's fucking like 30-something gigs. So there's been five se seasons, and they've all been fucking like 35 to 40 gigs big. Bigs, oh, fuck. 40 gigs each. And um, the game itself is like a couple hundred gigabytes downloaded. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, why is it so big? Um, anyway, moving on. So, yes, so the, the, they're the trade-in deals. And I've seen some comments from people that are like, how are we supposed to do the trade-ins if it's a online-only pre-order? And you have, like, you have to go pick up the console. It's not just, it's not just going to appear in your house. Yes, they will do delivery. But if you want to do trade-in, you're going to have to click and collect so that you can go, here is my current console. Here is proof that it exists so that I can get this new console at the price that I would like because I am trading in. They will verify the console, whether it works, whether it turns on still, and whether it's in good condition or if it's broken in 100 pieces. And then they'll go, yep, cool, this is quality, this is good, here is your lower price. They're not just going to be like, yeah, no, you're going to get the lower price, we'll deliver out the console, and then there's a box that you just need to, you know, fucking put all the stuff in and send it back to us. No one would send the stuff back. Who would? If you've got a console, let's say uh, you're a level 4 fucking member, and you paid... $79 for the new console um, and they want you to send back the Xbox One X well you just paid $79 for a console why send the other one back sell that console and make more money and then <laughs> even if you sold it for $79 you're, you're in the clear so people are stupid um there, there's no way the people are like, how's it going to work? There's there's only one way it's going to work. It's click and collect. You, you will have, you know, your receipt or whatever, or it'll be here, pay the, pay the um, pre-order amount and then trade in. And if the trade in means that you get, your console is less than 200 bucks, then you get refunded the extra money. But if not, you pay the difference. So as I alluded to, the um, pre-order is uh, $200. So that's the minimum deposit, a $200 minimum deposit to uh, pre-order the next-gen consoles. It doesn't matter which one. Both of them are $200 that's it um you'll pre-order online only so obviously you can't go in stores at the moment um well i mean at least in melbourne um i keep forgetting that the whole world is not like this it's just melbourne at the moment um or at least the whole of australia isn't even like this it's just just victoria so um in victoria you can't go in and that makes sense they want to reduce people coming into the store um during covid so online only done good i'm fine with that click and collect they will come to you know i've experienced click and collects going to kmart going to um tgif going to uh priceline some chemist warehouse some um fucking heaps of shops it's the easiest thing you just go, you call up, hey, I'm here uh, for my click and collect order. They bring it to you, you put it in your car, you've already paid for it, and that's it. So I could imagine with the trade-in of the console, you go click and collect, and either you 
you go into the, you know, because it's going to be a big ordeal, you go into the shopping center and they have, you know, lines and, and markings and everything and then tables and all that kind of stuff. And they deal with people one person at a time in an orderly fashion and you pay when you get there and you click it and collect it and pick up to collect, pick and click and collect. That's what you do. Um, the pre-orders though are starting on the 22nd of September. So September is the month we're in and the 22nd is, um, that's one, one and a bit weeks. So one and a half weeks, one and three quarters of a week. You'll be able to pre-order and then that means two months later, you'll get it on the 10th. These consoles are very close to be becoming out. Now, we just have to wait for the PlayStation information to come because that's going to be fucking sick, bro. Um, that's going to be so... It's going to be complete, you know. I just feel like it's going to, it's going to be complete and it's going to make it a lot better. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to go with the, the PS5 um, and I'll probably trade in my PS4 um, and, you know, whatever games I've got on there. Because I'm not sure. I can't remember if there is any um, backwards compatibility for the PS5. Uh, I'll have to do some more research. I cannot remember for the life of me right now and I'm not going to search for it now I'll search for it afterwards um and maybe give an update next week or it's not important um whereas you know that the xbox has been boasting backwards compatibility i don't have any games for the xbox one i don't have um you know i don't even have the xbox one on me it is currently in a cupboard somewhere of my fiance's brother's room so it's not, it's not somewhere where I can just get it right now. They live further than the five kilometers allowed to travel. Um, and, uh, it's going to pick up my <laughs> Xbox one just so that I can hold on to it for a, a trade in bonus isn't really essential right now. And, and before then, uh, we very well might be out of this situation. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. There's been extensions and there's a lot of extra rules coming out. And I'm not too sure. But I'm not going into any political or this this talking topic situation. So let's stick to games and tech like I, I get paid to do. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't get fucking paid. I ain't get no money. I do this for fun. All right. Um, so, sorry, I'm having a, a mental breakdown. Um, the, the, the Xbox is also doing this this uh, program um, for the release of these consoles, and I think it's pretty cool. Um, you you might be able to justify this. Um, and it's interesting. I wonder if maybe I should look into it. So, um, I don't really play games enough at the moment because of uni and everything. But, um, so for the Xbox Series X and S, Xbox is, uh, I'm not sure how you go about it. You might have to go through um, Microsoft themselves and, and organize, um, purchasing it through there, but it's their Xbox all access program and it's a bundle, um, that consists of the console. So you can choose either the series X or series S, 
um, Game Pass Ultimate, which is, um, I think it includes the xCloud, their, ga their cloud-based uh, gaming um, software. It also includes EA Play as well. Um, so not only do you get uh, the huge catalog of games from Xbox Game Pass, but you also get the xCloud, you also get EA Play, um, and you also get the, um, with EA Game, uh, fucking hell, with the Game Pass, you can play on, on your PC with those, you know, those same games. It, it, it carries across and everything like that. So, um, that's sick. You also get Xbox Live, uh, so you can play online, and, um... You get all this for monthly payments. Rather than a whole lump sum up front, you get it for monthly payments. And over two years, 24 months, um, after, after that, you you won't have to... You will own the console. You will own the, the, the console. You will have paid for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate that whole time in Xbox Live and presumably saved money. If you were just thinking of it, I think I saw somewhere maybe it's like $15 a month for the uh, Series S and 25 for the Series X. Whether they are true numbers or not, do not uh, do not quote me on that. You know what? I'm just going to pause the, the podcast. Um, this is going to be the first time I've ever done it in podcast history and hopefully the last. I'm going to pause. I'm going to find out those numbers. And I'm going to come back to you. Give me a second. Okay, so I found the relevant information. Um, so if we take into account the um, the pricing of the console plus uh, 24 months worth of the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, um, you end up you end up saving some money um, over the 24 months. So um, it does come with a caveat though. Um, so I'll explain that at the end. Um, so for $33 a month, you will get uh, paid over the course of 24 months. Um, you will get a Xbox Series S uh console and 24 months of the xbox game pass ultimate uh, which includes the xbox um all the things I, I was saying before so you get xbox gold xbox uh game pass uh ea play and xbox cloud x cloud or whatever the fuck they're calling it um uh, that might not be available in australia but Again, I'm not pausing it again for, for research. Um, and over the 24 months at $33 a month, um, that's going to cost $792. And if you take into consideration that uh, 24 months of um, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate would be $382.80, then the addition of the console price of four ninety nine, that's a savings of $89.80. So that's a game. You save, uh, over those two years, you end up saving the price of a game. Now, not so much the case for the Series X, uh, with the Series X price being $749, um, and the Game Pass Ultimate being $382.80, it comes out to being um, a savings of $27.80. So um, $46 a month over 24 months totals $1,104. And you end up only saving $27.80. Now, a savings is a savings, um, but there is a caveat. So uh, to be eligible to... Um, go through this system of monthly payments uh there does have to be a retailer you can't do it straight through xbox there's a retailer and you'll never guess who the retailer is it's telstra 
So of course there's a caveat. You can't just buy the console through them at a monthly fee. Um, you also have to be a Telstra customer. So it's it's like on a addition to your plan. Um, now whether whether you can um whether you can go on like a cheap as fuck plan but then you won't end up saving the money that you're you know able to save um now i wonder what the cheapest plan if you went on a month by month tiny plan i i don't know i don't know but it's going to be another 30 or so dollars i reckon for the cheapest plan that they have probably 30 bucks or something like that so and then you know are you buying that are you actually going to use it whereas you know let's say let's say your phone bill um so your mobile bill is uh mine's 35 a month um so let's say it's that i'm with optus and then i move over to telstra for $35 a month so same same price same everything and then but I still want to do this I'm still paying the amount for my phone so it's not like I'm changing the amount for my phone I'm just changing the provider so that expense hasn't changed it's not like I've had to go out of my way to purchase something or, or sign up to something that I'm not using because I'm going to use it anyway and it's a, it's an expense that I was already paying so for an extra, you know, you are saving that much money because it's just an extra bill on top. But you have to go through Telstra. You have to be a Telstra customer. And if you're not a Telstra customer, um, then you cannot you cannot be eligible for it. So a um, bit of a bummer. Um, I don't think I'm going to do it because uh, Telstra plans are just more expensive. Um, they you know, for, for less data and, you know, less benefits, you pay more, which doesn't make sense. More for less is not a good method of service. So, um, well, more for less is good, but less for more. So more for less would be more quality for less price. But, um, I'm learning this in my marketing course at my marketing, um, unit at the moment whereas less for more is less quality more price which is not feasible it's not doesn't make sense um so that's um if if you're already with telstra and you know you want to get the console but you don't want to outlie the the 500 or 750 dollars straight up then just you can buy it on a month by month basis um you know over 24 months you you pay it off and then um i'm not even sure if it's yours at the end that's something that should be interesting to find out um will you which uh, uh da -da -da -da, um just So I'm just trying to quickly read um, their frequently asked questions and see if it says anything about um, owning it, the um, owning the console afterwards. Um, but well, uh, that's something interesting. I'm going to look at look into that in my own time. Um, and I'm going to, um, yeah, no, um, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not going to waste my time on here. I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not going to do anything like that. So, um, that would be interesting to see if you actually own the console after payment um, and if you do or do you have to like 
go through the end of the 24 months and if you want to keep it you have to keep paying a monthly payment or anything like that so um i'm just going to go on the uh assumption that you get your console you own it um after the fact so um and not on the fact that you know you have to send it back or keep paying um for the service because uh, that would be really oh, really poo poo really bums and poos and wheeze and butts um yes so um on the assumption that that you you keep the console after the 24 months um it is you know 33 bucks a month for the series s or 46 a month now if i had full-time employment and um wasn't studying uh, you know as a student and you know i get home from work and i play an hour of games every day um you know 30 hours of games during the the month if i was just to play now but you know on the weekends i could probably pay more or, or whatever um it does it does seem to be a bit better to to spread it out over the um spread it out over the 24 months because then you know i'm already using my phone as a service and whatever i'll i'll, I'll pay the extra rather than dumping it out and then that means i don't have to spend 750 bucks on the C series x and then also spend um a hundred bucks on a game or you know 80 bucks 70 bucks or whatever 90 dollars on it on a game as well or two games you know um so that means i pay 46 bucks a month i get to pay the games that i want to pay for i got i've got game pass so that's included in in my monthly subscription um in my my monthly payment so you know there's games that you don't even have to buy you can you know if they're first party uh, microsoft titles then um of course you get them for free in in game pass um it's paid for you get xbox live um you know the it it's actually a pretty good deal um and like i was saying if i was full-time employed and didn't you know wasn't i had you know, proper income where i could go yeah okay 46 bucks a month that's nothing let's do that for t two years done easy um because a, a console generation is five or so years so it's not like in two years there's going to be a new one that's you know a new console that makes it redundant there might be a new version of the the consoles so like one with a slim version of it or, or something like that um that makes it look prettier or I don't know, but oh, pardon, so me again. I don't know why. Whenever I podcast, I start getting hiccups and 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 burpy, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. When I get talking too much, my body freaks out and it starts imploding on itself. It's like, why is this motherfucker talking so much? Who the fuck's he talking to? Like, <laughs> how dare he? Um, but yeah, that's actually a good deal. Uh, if you're a Telstra customer, check it out. That way, you don't have to outlay the the uh outlay the the cost all up once uh, you can you can keep your current gen console or you can even sell it and uh and get some games for it so um you know be able to pay for the games for the next generation console so that's that's pretty cool that's pretty good check that out um because you get you get heaps of games with the xbox uh game pass like forza horizons it's not like the ea play um i'll go into later but it's actually a pretty good deal um i did have uh when it was it uh, like a dollar or something for um for a few months i think i think it was the deal um a few months for a dollar um i i grabbed that and and yeah it was um it's actually pretty good. I was able to download Horizon, the newest one. I was able to 
um, download like a bunch of games, like you know all the Halos and um, you've got like the new Fallout's and Just Cause and Lego games and Sea of Thieves and uh, just like literally heaps and heaps. There's no end to what games there are. Um, I mean, there is an end, but um, it's over a hundred games. So if you can't find a game to play on the hundred games, you know, you've got all the Gears of War, you've got Destinies, and they're always bringing more and more games in, more titles. You do also get EA Play uh, with it as well, um, which I guess is a, is a good time, better time than any to segue into the uh the speed reads which is um the the first one first coming up one is going to be the uh update on EA Play so EA Play is a subscription based service where you play you pay a small small fee to get access to a catalog, a library of games. Um, it's a monthly fee rather than, you know, paying for the game up front and then you own it for ever. Um, if you stop paying for the service, you stop owning the games. So I downloaded it and I, well, I didn't download it, but I subscribed to it through Steam because it came to Steam and um, it was $6.99 Australian. Um, so I paid the six ninety nine so that I could review it here for you. Um, also, that's not a lot of money. Um, I mean, it is for me, but um, I thought I'd do it just to just so that I can give you guys a, a, a heads up. Um, now, um, it was really simple. It was not a hard process to go through to get the um get the ea play and then get the games and download them um i downloaded need for speed heat and it just it worked really easy so all you do is you you subscribe and and then you just click on need for speed heat it downloads it and then you also have to have the origin um launcher as well but you don't really have to deal with it all it does when you go through steam you click on it um it loads up the game and to do that it loads up origin and then it opens the game up you don't really see origin you see the the game title with um within origin uh window and and it loads up um it uses origin so that you can uh connect to friends and, and everything like that so you can um, you can play with friends if they play with on Origin as well, um, which is the only option um, through Need for Speed Heat at least. Even if you are on Steam, you do have to download the Origin launcher. So it is similar to if uh, like Watch Dogs, um, for instance. Um, I have Watch Dogs, but to play it, I have to, and I've got it on Steam, but to play it, it opens up the Uplay launcher and then opens up the game. So same sort of concept. It's not too crazy different. It's, um, you know, it's, it's pretty easy, but it's also the fact that, you know, you get, you get, you get some games to play. Now they're not, they're not crazy games. They're still good. Like Battlefield 5, um, Star Wars Battlefront 2, Mass Effect Andromeda, um, Dragon Age Inquisition, the Game of the Year edition, Titanfall 2, um, you know, you got you got pretty much all of the Need for Speed games that are made by EA, you got all of the um, Dragon Age games, uh, all of the Battlefield games, you got all the Star Wars games, um, you got all of the Sims games, and then... Dead Space, Mass Effect games, um, Mirror's Edge, and then a couple of um, cute little ones. Um, you've got A Way Out, which you know is apparently very good uh, two-player game. Uh, you got Unravel, Plants vs Zombies, um, uh, Rocket Arena. You've got both the Titan Falls there, Sim City, and it's not much. Like there, there are you know 
a few games, Crisis, Medal of Honor. Um, there are a few games, but, I mean, Battlefield. You're not going to go back to Battlefield 3 unless you want to pay the campaign. You're not playing online. Um, Crisis, you know, Plants vs. Zombies. These aren't the the AAA games that are being released right now. Like, you don't you don't get fucking the new FIFA game or anything. You know, you got some Mirror's Edge. You got, but they're not they're not like the titles that are being released today. With you know maybe Battlefield Five and Star Wars Battlefront Two being the exception. But it's it's all right. You know. Um, I feel like there is the EA Play Pro uh, that I did mention um, two weeks ago or something like that, two episodes ago. And um, that one seems like it's more of the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate type thing. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Um, they might bring out more or they might, you know, enhance it once it gets some traction and, and everything like that. Um, so the update is it, it's pretty good. If you want to play any of those games and you only want to pay six bucks, uh, $6.99, so seven bucks a month for them, then that's all right. That's fine. It, they work for you. You can get them on Steam and that's nice and easy. Um, now, the next speed read is Assassin's Creed Valhalla has a new release date. So it has, um, unlike most games that get a new release date, this is not delayed. This is actually an earlier release date than the first announcement. Um, it's it's now going to be a day one launch title for the Series X and Series S. Um, so that's pretty exciting since uh, Halo Infinite has been pushed to 2021. Um, Halo is not going to be a launch title. So um, having Assassin's Creed Valhalla is, is, uh, is going to be really cool. Um, and I think that's that's awesome. I'd much rather play Assassin's Creed Valhalla than Halo Infinite. So, whatever. Um, and the next speed read is Sea of Thieves has added dogs. They've added a bunch of other stuff as well. But the um, the newest, uh, what do you call it, update, um, Vaults of the Ancients, um, it, has, it has included a, a bunch of hidden maps and... Um, treasures and, and all that kind of stuff but the the main take from it is and, and the most important thing is they've added three types of dogs so you've got um okay i don't know how to say it alsatians whippets and enus inus they're the three variants of dogs um dog breeds and I think the most important thing is you can um that they cost real money so they cost um ancient coins so for 499 ancient coins which in Australian dollars ends up being uh 599 I believe this is uh no this is the US so 5 549 US so fuck knows how much that is in uh Australian but that's five, 499 um ancient coins so if you know anything about the game um you know how much that exchange rate really is um so nice and easy it'll cost you um five dollars fifty us to get a dog and you can chuck him in a cannon and shoot him away so um you don't have to buy them to interact with them if your friends got them if if you pull up on someone and they've got dogs you can interact with them and i feel like the best troll would be to grab someone's dog chuck it in a cannon and just fucking shoot it and then bail because uh, they're gonna either have to come kill you or go collect their dog because who knows where it's landed who knows if they can swim who knows if they teleport straight back to you but it'd be fucking hilarious if you just shot someone's dog just just out into the ocean from their cannon and um or even kidnapped their dog jump on their their boat take their dog chuck it in the uh in the cage down in in your boat and um and just kidnap someone's dog like if it doesn't teleport you know it might tell them where their dog is and they would be able to track you but if if you just keep going and going and going they can't <laughs> they can't get their dog back 
um that would be hilarious but uh and and you know see if thieves is known for some antics like that where it's you know unforgiving sometimes um so i think that's that's hilarious i really want to see uh someone um you know a full crew of people with uh with dogs load their cannons up with their dogs and then shoot them at <laughs> an enemy just shoot them at another ship and just have dogs fucking flying into their ship that would be hilarious uh, if you ask me i think that's funny but sometimes what I think is funny, people don't think is funny. Um, the dog also pees. Um, it'll it'll pee. You can feed it uh, like bananas and shit like that. Um, and yeah, I just think the best thing is is uh, w watching some guy just absolutely fucking launch it out of the cannon and just seeing it <laughs> just just flying away. Um, and it goes over the horizon, so it goes a, a fair distance, um, which is got to be the best thing I've ever seen. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's it for today. I'm going to call it a day there. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, uh, I appreciate you coming by and, and experiencing this with me. Um, I just realized I wanted to talk about, um, Call of Duty Cold War. Um, they had a multiplayer really reveal. Uh, it looks cool. There's some new game types. Um, and, uh, the, the main thing is there is uh, a game type where there is, um, you know, vehicles and stuff as well. Uh, and they've got a VIP, um, what do they call it? Extraction, a VIP extraction or whatever. So it's 6v6. One team has a VIP on there, so it ends up being a 5v6, um, but the VIP has a pistol. And the main idea is to extract their... So it's like search and destroy. Once you die, you are spectating. And it's either eliminate all the enemies or... Um, extract the vip and if you're the enemies um if you're the one trying to kill the vip all you have to do is kill the vip so you don't have to kill everyone um you can if you want to but the main focus is just to kill the vip um and and that's it so um it looks good the gameplay looks nice the guns look great the um you know everything that they've done is great the Call of Duty Warzone, again, that's going to, they did explain that's going to all be um, one cohesive thing, so you're going to still be able to use all the Modern Warfare stuff that you're using now, um, so, you know, in the Cold War Warzone maps, you'll be able to rock around with the... Uh, <laughs> with the modern warfare weapons and, and stuff like that. But you'll also be able to use the uh, Cold War weapons and, and shit like that as well. So it's interesting. Maybe I'll get more into that next week. Um, if I if I remember, I'll, I'll put some notes in the podcast notes uh, just for you guys. Um, just putting that in now. Um, and, yeah, so thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I definitely have enjoyed. I love making these podcasts, and uh, I'm going to keep doing it whether I make money or not. Um, it's not all about the money. This is just a creative outlet for me, and, and I really enjoy um, I really enjoy just giving the news. And, and, you know, this is sometimes, some weeks, this is the only interaction I have with video games. So... Um, it's, it's great. I love it. And, uh, I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate me on Apple podcasts, uh, with five stars and tell everyone how amazing, uh, the podcast is, um, tell all your friends, tell, tell three people and tell those three people to tell three people in, and in, in a few goes, we'll have everyone in the world listening to me. Um, Follow me on uh, on Twitter. That's at the Alt F Four Podcast, um, and on Instagram Alt F Four Dot Podcast. I'm trying to do a lot more on um, on the Instagrams. Um, trying to post uh, some news almost, you know, every other day, um, 
and uh, so if you want to keep up with some of the the newest news then follow me there and uh, don't forget to shoot me a message if you have anything to say if you uh, want to show some support if you got some critiques if you um, if you just want to tell me how much you like my voice um, or how much you hate my voice that's up to you uh, just let me know, um, or you can also email me, thealtair4podcast at gmail.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Rate me, love me, message me, follow me, and uh, I'll see, speak to you next time. Love you, bye. Bye.